0: believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's a privilege to be sharing the Word of God with you. And if you're with us earlier this week, you know we're talking and picking up on the theme we started a few weeks ago, and that is being intimate with the Lord, being aware that He is our ongoing presence and knowing that God has said He will always be available on a continuous basis to be our guide. And the longer we seek Him for answers to major as well as minor decisions, as long as we seek Him to make and be the source of our choices, we are going to grow and mature in the Lord. And as we're talking about this week, we'll come to that place where God's choices will become our choices because we know Him so well and we've been uh, there's a history that's developed about being one with Him. So we're now talking about choices and we're looking at specific uh, tr- uh, scriptures in the book of Hebrews. Join with us if you haven't been with us earlier this week because we're looking at Hebrews beginning at verse 24. The word says, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, considering the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is unseen or invisible. So we're seeing in walking by faith, and everything has to be, has to be done by faith, because without faith it is impossible to please God. But our choices need to be made by faith. But within that uh, issue of faith, we see ingredients that we need to have incorporated in our lives because in the decisions that Moses made at a very critical time in his life, they consisted of two parts. He said no to something and yes to other things. And we spoke about he chose rather no longer to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Then we look next at verse 25. He chose rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. He said no to the passing pleasures of sin. He was putting down his own desires and seeking the will and the desires of of the Lord. So now we go to verse 26, and let's see what he said no to there. Verse 26 reads, considering the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. All right, so the tre- Egypt was a strong country at that time. They had wealth, they had glamour. Uh, Egypt is a picture of the world. And here, in addition to saying no to the pleasures of sin, now he also said no to the treasures of Egypt. So can we come to that place in the Lord and say no and mean it and live it accordingly to the pleasures and the so-called treasures of the world. Because the world is one of the things that we have to fight against, that we have to keep our guard up, that we need God's uh, wisdom to come against the world because the word of God clearly says the whole world lies in the wicked one. Alright, let's go on. Let's see what Moses said no to in verse 27. It says, by faith He left Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king. So, this is an enormous decision that had to be made. And again, Pharaoh was the king, he was the leader. And here, Moses is saying no to the pleasures, to the treasures, not even wanting to be called the son of his daughter. And now, he's not even fearful of any possible repercussions that this would entail. Because Moses had the heart of God. Moses had an ongoing relationship with God. Remember, when you look back in Exodus, it says God, Moses recognized that God's way and favor was upon him. But then he wanted something more. He said, now please show me thy glory. So Moses was a man, just like David, after the heart of God. So he said no to that fear. And we know in Proverbs, the word of God says in Proverbs 29, 25, The fear of man brings a snare. If he turned away from the treasures and the pleasures, but he was fearful of Pharaoh, he could not have come to the place that God was calling him to. Because again, he had the good life. He had the perfect life. And it's interesting, the decisions that he made were against everything natural and again, when we go back in history and look at the life of Joseph, also Joseph had a very, very big decision to make when he too was in Egypt. Uh, again, you know the story, we don't want to go to it at great length, but Potiphar's wife, he was like second in command to Potiphar when he was a servant in his house. And his, his Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him and she said to Joseph on an ongoing basis, come lie with me. But we read in Genesis 39, verse 8, but he refused. He did exactly what Moses was doing in this situation that we're talking about. And it's interesting. He said, no, even though the law wasn't even given, but his heart was so close to the Lord. And Joseph even said, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? We have to remember that in scripture Egypt is a picture of the world and we also have to know that the whole world lies in the evil one and the world is constantly crying out, come lie with me. Uh, which way are we willing to live? God's way or to be part of the world? Juni, we really need to see that we need to say no and not allow the temptation to manifest itself in our lives. So it takes a a man and a woman of God to say no to the pleasurable things that the world holds in high esteem.
2: And I think in order to do that, we really need to know of the faithfulness of the Lord, that He's always with us. Amen. And when everything turns against us, and even we are ill-treated and um, not appreciated, we have a God who loves us, who sees our heart who appreciates us when our desire is to do his will and to turn from the things that would not be pleasing to him and we find in second corinthians chapter 6 verses 16 through 18 if you have your bibles turn with me to second corinthians chapter 6 verses 16 through 18 or what agreement has the temple of God with idols. For we are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 17, Therefore come out from their midst, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, And you shall be sons and daughters to me, saith the Lord God Almighty. And you know, it's a wonderful thing to know that when God closes something, he always opens something else up for us. So for us to turn away from sin, to turn away from fleshly desires, to turn away from self and desire to live, For the Lord and for him alone, God opens up his heart to us and he will take care of us and he will guide us. He will be a father to us. And you know, our fathers were evil. They knew how to give good gifts. How much more then shall our Father in heaven give to you and give to me his Holy Spirit?
1: That's powerful, Junie. And I'm just looking as you were reading it. I was reading along with you. And in verse 17, it says, Come out from the midst, and be ye separate, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. Junie, where do you see a verse like this? Anywhere else. I will welcome you, and actually, that remi- that means I will receive you with favor. What an opportunity, as you just said, to turn away from that which is esteemed in the world, but to come into that place of oneness with the Lord how would you like night how would you like to know that god welcomes you when you turn away from that which is unclean and worldly praise the lord and jesus
2: said i stand at the yes, door lord. and knock and i really believe that that is the door to our heart that he's knocking for us and you know when we open up our heart when we open that door he promises he will come in And he will dwell with us. So just as when we turn away from things that are not pleasing to the Lord, he will welcome us. Thank you, Lord. And it's a wonderful thing. I don't know if you've ever gone to visit someone and you feel unwelcomed or you feel unwanted or you feel like you're intruding into somebody's life or into their house. But when someone opens the door and gets excited to see you and welcomes you in and has uh, food for you to eat and love for you to experience from them, something happens to your heart and that's what the Lord is. The Lord is waiting for us. He loves us. He wants to welcome us into his life and into his kingdom. And more than that, he wants to impart his life to us.
1: Junie, interestingly, when you were reading that, I also looked down to uh, the first verse in the very next chapter, 2 Corinthians 7. And Paul writes this, Therefore, having these promises, and part of that promise is what you just read, you know, being separate and and that God will become our Father and we'll become sons and daughters Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So this really touches on the verses that we're reading from, from Hebrews chapter 11. We are going to come to a place where we're going to come to completion because every choice we make is going to be the choice that God has for us.
2: And we spoke yesterday about the fear of the Lord. Lord. It talks in Proverbs that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So it's a healthy thing to know when something is wrong that we would ask the Lord to stay us, to protect us, to guide us, and to lead us into his place of righteousness.
1: You know, Junie, a life like this begins with separation, and separation comes when we are willing to refuse and say no. And that is going to come and open doors of liberty to be sons and daughters with knowledge that God is our Father. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for this invitation that you will welcome us when we refuse just as Joseph did and just as Moses did, we shall truly be in reality sons and daughters of our Father in Heaven. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784.